My husband drank the holy water. We was, we was $15,000 in debt. And all of a sudden, we just had $15,000 in our bank account. I don't know how it got there. I didn't know what to do. I ordered the holy water and just in a couple of weeks, the IRS called me and told me I didn't know them anything. Last words pod. My name is Keon, aka Almighty the DJ. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. Special, special, heartfelt thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. The God <laughs> in me. Acknowledge. Love. Recognizes the God bars in every single one of you. Let that settle in. Let it settle in. Keon, you're back again. I'm back again. <laughs> you're back again. I'm just assuming that this is going to be a, a slight trend. Thing is, how you have a life. I I, I have a life. You man. got a life. I and I'm just trying to balance everything. I'm really yeah. just trying to balance everything. School How's that going is, a, is a B-I-T-C-H. <laughs> I feel like a piece of shit because I had to drop a class. I had to drop a class. Mm. I, but you tried though. I I told I, I went in thinking, all right, I'm gonna do four classes. I've done three before. I was like, I'm gonna do four this semester. No, oh, that shit is tough working full time, trying to do four classes. Four classes is technically full time. Yeah. Full time job, full time student. Right. It's not for the faint of heart. Right. It's not. Was did you drop a certain class that was just way too hard? Like what why did you drop that class? I dropped that class because she was giving us <laughs> she was giving out assignments, enough assignments per week for like two classes. Oh yeah. Like most of my classes I have like I gotta read something, I gotta do a discussion board, and I gotta do an assignment for that class. Mm-hmm. The week that I dropped that class, my homework, I had to create two PowerPoints, two different PowerPoints. I had to read a chapter. I had a discussion uh, board that I had to do. And I also had two assignments at the end of my chapter within my book that I had to need, that I needed to do. It's like six assignments for one class. Right. You know what I'm saying? Versus all my other classes, you got to read something, maybe a discussion board mm-hmm. and, you know, a little something at the end of the chapter right. in that assignment. Three assignments per class per week. Okay, I can handle that. Mm-hmm. But this lady was giving out like six, seven assignments a week. Do you still have to pay for that class? No. Oh, okay. um, if you, I was about to say that don't sound like the key on. You. No, <laughs> I looked at the I looked at the policies. Yeah, I was about to say you're spending money that you're not going to reap the benefits of. No, mm. no, I, I looked at the policies. Um, I didn't get all of my money back. I got seventy five percent of it back though. Mm. So I did take uh, a small L, yeah. not really though, because it was financial aid. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Um, now, based on the way that financial aid works, um, dropping that class made me a half-time student, mm-hmm. which took away some of the financial aid that I was given. Mm-hmm. So I do owe the school like 150 bucks now, okay. but I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah It's yeah, fine. Yeah. You're it's going fine. into work for overtime after this. You got I sure it. am. You got I'm, it. I'm getting some OT right after this, yeah, going yeah, straight yeah. to work. 
that's how bi- that's how my life is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do this, go straight to work. Or, and right after that, I'm going to do homework. You be seeing it. I'll be texting you in the middle of the night, 1130, telling you check uh, something in your inbox. I finish homework. Then I do videos for yeah. this podcast. Right. at the at, In the middle of the night. Yeah. I go to bed at like midnight. Damn, every man. night For months and months. <clears throat> okay. This is something, and I do actually kind of want to talk about it a bit, which is the hike that we just took that okay. it was me, Duty. They got mad. I didn't say the names before. <laughs> Mikhail, T. I said Mikey's sisters before. They were like, nigga, don't ever. <laughs> don't ever. Put some respect on me. their names. But I, but, but what I was, <laughs> this is where it came from. And it may be stupid. Yeah. But I, I am considerate of people's names, uh-huh. people's space, people's security. So I don't always throw people's names out, especially yeah. in accordance to like their plans and what they're going to be doing a certain right. day. Like I just be trying to. Give right. people their anonymity. Right, right, right. But they was like, you don't ever. So I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> so anyway, you had duty, me, Mikhail. Uh, actually, that was it. And then, and then, young Marina came with us. Young Marina. <laughs> young Marina. Actually, I'm gonna get into that. And you'll know who the person is. Um, you know, you. For a long time, we're just chilling hard. We all had our time, but you had a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. The pandemic <clears throat> really been a thing since like late 2019. We wasn't really up on it. People were already getting hit and getting sick mm-hmm. and didn't know what was going on. 2020 is really announced. People are scared now. Mass coming out, CDC, blah, 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 mandates, shut down. We were talking about it on the hike. And we're trying to be as considerate and as sensitive to the situation as a whole as, as possible. Right. Because it's it's not a good thing. Right. Right. Pandemic, people are dying. People are getting sick. A, a lot of bad things have happened. Right. But for certain pockets of people, because we've been blessed and been privileged in certain ways and have worked hard through it, a lot of good things happen for people. Right. And a lot of us have experienced that side of the spectrum. Yeah. You were just fishing, and just, I haven't. I've been fishing one time in I was, like the last three months. I was thinking about that. I was. I knew that that had to be the case. It's like, damn, he ain't even fishing no more. I've been one time in the last three months, and now it, look at it. You. Sickens me. Now look at it because I be wanting to go, but I just I now like I'm just like I'm coming home. I got I got shit to do. I got to do. I got homework. I got pod videos. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a couple, life. I have a life. You, you trying know? to figure out you trying to figure out a house. Yeah. Like I'm trying to buy a house right now. I'm looking at houses every 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 chance I get. Sometimes I'm getting off work, going to look at a house, eight o'clock at night. Yesterday I woke up early, looked at a house, eight AM, then went to work. Like Yeah, yeah. You really yeah, you out here. That's why, yeah, because we haven't really spoken. If anybody really wants to know why I'm not here <laughs> as often as I used to be. I just got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. You, yeah, you really do. And I'm just talking to people. <laughs> and I'm just talking to people. That's my life. It's pretty much the same. Uh, what are you looking for in a house? With, like, what are some of these? I got a few questions to ask you because yeah. people ask me questions about you. I don't know them. I feel like I'm supposed to know what some of these. <laughs> well, let's get into some of this. First all right. of all. This is just my question because you and I used to live together and one of the things off the rip, you was like, we having a balcony, 
period. I don't care. Oh, absolutely. I don't care what it is you had before in your life, what you think. We, <laughs> we, it was two things. You wanted our rooms to be spaced apart, not like right next to each other. Well, that like didn't across, happen. And that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. But we did. <laughs> but we did have just a little too overlapped. <laughs> we just a little too on top of each other. Like you just hearing shit going on in my room. Right. It's just a little too intimate. <laughs> but we did have the balcony. Yeah. I completely understand why you want the balcony. After I had the balcony, I'm like, okay, I don't really like, want to go Like, you want to take that away? No, nah, you, you definitely don't want to go back from the balcony. <laughs> I don't want to be on the first floor. I understand first floor problems. Every time it's raining, we get a flash flood warning. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about people on the first floor mm -hmm. and everything that they have to deal with. The water possibly coming through, right. breaking pipes. I don't know what's going to seeping through the, the, their little back door window area. Right. Crickets, frogs, worms, spiders, all of that. Nature. They got to, they, they dealing with the elements. <laughs> the elements, They're yeah. still out there in the exactly. jungle, really. <laughs> First floor people, y'all are still in the jungle. Like, Absolutely. People above you, the, the more, I mean, the further up you get, the cooler it gets. Yeah. But also, anything goes wrong, we also got to get, we have a whole lot more distance we have to cover to get to safety. True. So that's something that I also think about as well. True. What are you looking for in a house that you you're just like I had this is has to be there. This is a deal breaker. If if this isn't happening, then we not. Um, honestly, I think my top two are. In, you're gonna find, you might find this funny. I've I've really I've been on some Bob the Builder shit the last couple of months. <laughs> um, one of one of the things that has become very important to me is closet space like okay because Antoinette has a lot of clothes she right. she's a she is a woman's woman she has a lot of clothes Understood. a lot of shoes right a lot of stuff a lot of stuff yeah. um and so as i'm taking that into account i don't have nearly as much stuff but i want her stuff to be accommodated so that we don't have we're not trying to stick four dressers in a wardrobe and a bunch of shit <laughs> In, in a room, you know what I'm saying? Because no. it's like a lot of master bedrooms can be small. So if we end up with a smaller master bedroom, I don't want the room to be overcrowded. So I'm thinking about closet space. Okay. Another thing that's very important to me is a master bathroom. Okay. Living when I when I was living with her in our first apartment, um, we only had one bathroom. You know what I'm saying? You try to wake up, me, her waking up, Jacory getting up when he's there. Niggas got to use the bathroom, take showers. One bathroom? Trash. <laughs> Trash. Yeah, you don't got no his and her sink. Trash. None of that. It, do you want that? Do you want like a double sink? Um, The double like sink that? is cool, but it's not, it's not, I don't really, it's not, Brush I'm not really. teeth next to each other. I'm not really <laughs> tripping about it. <laughs> I'm not really tripping about a double sink, Um, but having a master bedroom, I mean, master bathroom um, in the master bedroom. I really want that. Yeah. I want to have that because I want there to be another bathroom, you know what I'm saying, outside of the room that anybody else can use. Yes. You know what I'm saying? May, probably a half bath downstairs or something like mm -hmm. that. If you, you, know, you don't need to necessarily take a shower, but if somebody is in there, you got to take a shit or something, you could just go downstairs so, to that bathroom. So that was my bathroom when you and I lived together, the one that was more yeah. so the guest bathroom just in the hallway. And that's fine because usually <laughs> when people come over the house, unless they're your guest, yeah. then- Everyone, like if we have a little get together or whatever, that is the bathroom they're right. going to use. So I always made sure that it was tidy or whatever. That's fine. Right. 
Remember that time that Jacory didn't want to eat his breakfast and I told you that I, I got up and went to the bathroom and found his breakfast in my yes. toilet? Yes. Yes. So that's the kind of thing that, that, that yes. can happen if that ends up being your bathroom, just the community bathroom. Right. You just got community shit going on in right. there sometimes. Um, but uh, probably the most important thing to me is the outside space. Um, like the living? No, like outside. Oh, outside. So. Yes, I would. I want a deck. I don't want a balcony because we've looked at homes like townhouses that have these small, what they want to call decks that I'm just going to call a balcony. Uh, I know what you're saying. Um, I want like a real balcony. You want to be able to put a grill out there. I want to put a grill out there. I want people to, to be able to sit down. I want, you know, maybe if we, you know, maybe we do, if we do a table, you know, with an umbrella or something, or maybe we do. You know, some chairs sitting around like a fire pit, okay. something like that. Oh, like, yeah. Uh. Um, so, and the thing is, is you got I am. You are. I mean, nigga, I'm not, we're not paying cash up front for this, <laughs> if that's what you're thinking. It's not. It's not. What I'm <laughs> it's not. Okay. But I'm assuming that some of these things cause, I mean, everything oh, yeah. you're talking about costs just a little bit more. Oh, well, it's, it's funny that you even say that. I took a trip to Home Depot the other day. It's about to be my favorite store in the world. Um, and I was just looking at just stuff. You know what I'm saying? Things that can be upgraded. Doors, sinks, toilets, stoves, ovens, things like that. And at least with the combination of both of us mm-hmm. working together to pursue these things, they're not really that expensive. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You can get a nice brand new sink for like 300 bucks, 350 you know what I'm saying? And sure, I could buy that by myself. She could buy that by herself. But we don't necessarily have to. So when we're thinking about joining our finances together to pursue some of these things that we would like to build up on, they're not really that expensive. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, you can get a good, you can get a decent stove for like eight hundred dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, one of the things out there that are that is very expensive is ovens. Ovens are a bit expensive. Front doors are, are are a bit expensive. Not necessarily a door in your house, like that just leads to a room or a closet. Right. You can get those for like a hundred bucks. A front door, something that has to test the elements yes. and shit like that. Them joints are expensive. Them joints mm. is like a thousand dollars. Like you're so, looking at that good mahogany. Yeah, that oak. Oh, <laughs> strong oak. But um so yeah, like I've really, really gotten into it. I'm really enjoying. I'm thinking about installing. This whole time you're talking about going and buying sinks and stoves and doors, and I'm just thinking about the installation process. YouTube is my best friend. Okay, so that's why you say you're on your Bob the Builder shit because yeah. you're going to you're going to Lowe's, Home Depot, and you're about to just do this. You're about I, to figure it out. I've been watching videos about mm. um, creating closet systems because it's like you know this is this is kind of you know usually I'm kind of frugal right but you know when it comes to just enhancements and certain things like that i've just come into this new light where i'm just like i'm gonna pay for it okay you know what i'm saying like i don't like when i when i when you go and just you go into these homes a lot of the closets are just stock they have the, that wiring that white wiring that mm-hmm. goes around where you just hang shit up no nigga i i mean i'm about to i'm putting cupboards I'm opening. I want to open a drawer or two mm. within the closet. I want to have things hanging at different levels adjacent from each other, oh. things like that. 
Um, and yeah, I, yeah, you already you just talking different right now because you just say, yeah, you walk into people's houses, and shit just be stock. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, yeah. because like when <laughs> when these homes are built, they're built with just the necessities, yeah, the basics. You know what I'm saying? But I like, think about that with cars too. When people say, "Oh, you just it's stock." Yeah, yeah, from yeah, like, but but again, I'm a simple person, so when I get into shit, it be stock. I buy the shit off the rack. See, <laughs> but at the end of the day, the thing is, is with this house, this isn't the house that we expect to be in for the rest of our lives. This is a starter home. Okay. And when we get rid of this starter home and we want to sell it, we want to sell it and make profit off of yes. it. So that's why the enhancements are important okay. to me. Yeah. One, it just makes the house look better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm paying all this money for a house. I want to come into this house and be like, hell yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, look yeah. around with the sense of accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But on top of that, those enhancements are going to, at least if you're selling in you know the right time anyways, because the market is always up and down. If you're selling in the right time, those enhancements are going to make your property value go up. Mm. You know? Like, you trying to sell a house in the deck, the wood from the deck is all warped and, and gray and fucked up. Yeah. yeah. You that's you're not gonna get as much money. Right, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Because you know, you know, give it a, at least give it a stain, stain it or something, right. make it look a little better. And this, you know? and this goes into you wanting there to be inspections for the places that yeah. you would like to buy. Yeah. So <laughs> we anybody that's bought a house should understand that it's sometimes it's a process. I've spoken to people that looked for homes for like a year and a half before they found something. I'm hoping it doesn't take us that long. It's September now. I would really hope that we would have found something before the new year. Okay. I hope so. I was so. going to ask you that question too. What sort of timeline? I, that's what we, I, honestly, we wanted to have found something by now. We've been looking for like three months now. Um, but I'm hoping that we find something before the end of the new year, before it gets really, really cold. Because who, who the fuck wants to move in the middle of January when it's 25 degrees? Nobody. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so um but yeah, we've put in several contracts. Um a lot of a lot of times we've gotten beat out because maybe somebody ups the ante on us. If the house is like 325,000, you know, and we go in at asking price, they might throw they might say no, 335. Mm. I'm going to pay 335 Yo, for this. Extra yeah. Woo. Yeah. Um but sometimes it's just the stipulations of the contract, you know? Um we're first time home buyers. So we want those first time home buyer credits. You know, we've asked, um, you know, we've different contract, you know, every contract is different, but we've asked people to credit us 2%, which is basically like saying, take 2% uh, you know, off the price, you know, 2% of 350,000. I don't know. That's, that's, I, I might be doing my math wrong. I think that might be about $7,000. Okay. Go ahead. So you're asking somebody to take seven grand off, you know, but it's like if nobody if, if someone else says, oh, nah, you know, you don't have to take any credit off. You can, you know, we'll pay the seven grand that that might be OK That's with very it. good. You, you said two percent, two percent. Yeah. OK. Um, You know, and then other times it's like, you know, somebody decides, oh, yeah, we'll waive the inspection because you do that inspection and that inspection might, you know, they might find something and they're like, oh, nah, you know. This this is that that you know this is that blah blah blah. We're gonna need to come down another five thousand you know to accommodate this. You right. know, somebody waives their inspection. We're not worried about finding shit. 
but we want the inspection. A lot of people are waving inspections. I think reasonable these days. people would like would like an inspection. Like we're first time home buyers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right, right, right. I just I want to do everything the right way. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? For sure, for I sure. want an inspection on the crib. Yeah, you don't want any surprises. Yeah, I don't want any surprises. <laughs> and then you know a lot of pe- a lot of places they're trying to sell their homes as is. Carpets be all fucked up. We went to one house. Um, the sliding door in the basement looked like somebody threw a rock at that joint. It was just shattered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, I see why you're trying to sell it as is. You know what I'm saying? Like, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure the prices on those types of homes are significantly lower. Mm-hmm. But it's like, do we want to put the money in to fix all this stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to get the entire house painted because it's, you know, hand prints and black shit smear. And when I say that, yeah. I just mean like typical. You know, dirt. Yeah, yeah not of like yeah, not you like somebody have to picked take up one of these Mister Clean magic erasers and go around the whole house yeah. scrubbing all day long. Even though those really, really work. Yeah, but you don't want to have to do that. These people over, well, that used to be their apartment thirty two that I believe broke into my car and stole all my change, like the fiends that they were. <laughs> I that's something that's been in my mind and been in conversation between Duty and I when they left. Is fuck. Those people that got to go in there and clean afterwards have to put in wild work. And we went back and looked in our lease and looked at the different things. You know, you put your deposit in the things that will take away from the deposit. And that will ultimately, if you have too many of these things, will end up having you pay out of your pocket. Right. Right. If you fuck up the apartment. Right. Right. Damages and things. The biggest thing that you would end up having to pay the largest amount of money for was stench. Yeah. was smell if they have to find a way to extract <laughs> a nasty ass smell that's been embedded in the wall right and in the carpet right and in the wood and everything else and these people were I, it 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 just flabbergasted me and how often you use the word flabbergast like i not, was not flabbergasted often. not often at yeah. How dirty and smelly these people were. I told you when you just opened the door, it was just a burst of cigarette smoke, dog asshole, (laughs) and fiend activity. Fiend activity. You just knew it. (laughs) You knew it. And so I I just, I couldn't imagine what they had to pay to get out of it. A lot of the homes we've looked at do have that cigarette smell. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? So, and to get rid of that, I mean, you got to, for breeze, I've, I've even looked up methods. Some people, they'll just, they'll, they'll get, they'll paint over it, but they'll put like a certain amount of Febreze in the paint Jeez. and then paint the walls to get the smell out of the walls. Wow. Now the carpet, you, I mean, you want to probably clean it a couple times shampoo that joint a couple times or just replace it yeah. which is going to be expensive yes so but i'm ready for it man it's a How lot do you feel about carpet versus wood floors um honestly it doesn't really matter to me my fiance prefers hardwood okay yeah okay. she does not like she doesn't even she she wears like flip-flops and slippers mm-hmm. all the time she doesn't like her feet touching the carpet yeah it, it bothers her okay. she feels the same way about that that i feel about styrofoam I hate styrofoam. I don't like touching it. I hate the sound that it makes. Yo, I love people. Like, I know a lot of people hate people. Like in general, if you go ask 10 people, 
I'm willing to say eight, eight of them are going to say, yeah, I don't really fuck with people. Like, I don't like people. Uh-huh. I really be liking people. I, I genuinely <laughs> do because I just, they're just so interesting. When you just get to know people, all these small little like quirks that people have about things. Her, she doesn't like her feet to touch the carpet. Right. It's funny. You don't like to touch styrofoam. I kind of feel you. Tell me about the styrofoam. It just, it just, it's like, like, you know how some people hate nails on a chalkboard? Yeah, yeah, You just hate, like, that, the uh, sound, like, yeah, the squeaky you touch sound. it, and it's just like, my ears feel like they're about to explode. <laughs> they feel like they're about to explode. I know, I know what you're talking about. As far as styrofoam? Or yes, just, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, styrofoam. like, I don't even, like, touch, I don't like the way it feels, I don't like the sounds it makes. Yeah. Nigga, you rub some styrofoam together, I might hit you. <laughs> I might hit you. <laughs> I hate it. It's a terrible sound. <laughs> the least confrontational person on the planet. He's <laughs> like, bro, if you rub two pieces of styrofoam together, though, I might have to put hands on yeah, you. Yeah. It's That's terrible. Hilarious. It's a terrible sound. All right. This moves on to a little bit of what was asked of me. Do you have any sort of idea of when a wedding may happen? Uh, ballparking a year i think honestly i think it's going to be like spring 2023 something spring like spring 2023 yeah now my question and everything that you've just said about your decision making when it comes to making a house aligns directly with this question because i knew you'd be this guy something told i mean i know you so i know you're this guy you are probably excited about helping plan the wedding right um like to a certain extent yeah 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 yeah. now just like the, the house like what things in the wedding do you have to have your hands on there's gonna be a lot of things i'm certain that she has to have the end all you know end all be all say so on but they're gonna be some things that you're gonna want to have your mark on what are those things um you know this might surprise you but i haven't I, I haven't put as much thought into that as as you might think. Okay. It does matter to me, but you got a lot of shit on your plate. <laughs> yeah, it does matter to me. But um I think the most important thing to me is probably the venue. The um, venue. Like, oh, well, yeah, okay. I can see that. It, the venue well, not you not, wanna overlook some shit. You wanna be up on a on a hill I, or a mountain. I want it, I want the aesthetics to be Okay, I mean, all within right. the constraints of my finances. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, but no, I, I, I like, I. It's not going to be at no church. Okay, like it's, I'm not doing the church thing. Okay, I want the vent. Like the venue is probably the most important thing to me. I want wherever I do get married at, I want to just be able to look around and just and be like, yeah, Chef's kiss. I mean, same thing that you kind of said about walking into your home. Like, okay. Like, yeah. yes, this is where we're supposed to be. Yeah. So you want that? Of course, of course you want Yeah, that's probably the most important thing to me. I'm not really, I don't really, like, I can let her figure out what type of bouquets and stuff like that she <laughs> okay. wants. So, so like, she can do, she can do the food menu. Yeah. I she mean, I mean well, the- see, the thing is, when you say she can do, like, we're, we're going to partner on everything. Okay. But if she has an idea about something and she wants to go with it and she runs it by me more than likely I'm going to be like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I I mean, we all know that the wedding to an extent for a lot of people is for the woman. 
Yeah, and she we, has she has stated that very statement. <laughs> it, it is a it's, it's a about fact. it's like, about her. <laughs> yeah, like we know what it is. So I I have a, a wedding photographer who's a friend, and and he's just he's booked and busy all the time. He's always going around. He's constantly yes. doing this. And so shout out to you. Shout out to you, Willie. Like he he's the man. He's out here. He's getting. It's awesome. We're gonna get back into the hype for a certain reason. I love to see progress in people's lives. I fucking I love that. I love it so mm-hmm. much. I love when you see someone, sort of like how we talked about Jessica, how you see the building blocks. Mm-hmm. You see someone start something, just like pick something up. And then, you know, you're in touch with them here and there. You do your little touch and go. You maybe you talk to them every week or every month or a couple times a year, or whatever. Then some time progresses in that thing that they picked up however long ago. Now it's a business, right? And, and they're booked and busy, and they this is all they do. That's fucking dope. I saw him when he picked up a camera, mm-hmm. and he was just like, "Yeah, like I'm just figuring some stuff <clears throat> out, I'm just taking stuff." I got it. Kind of started. We would walk around DC. I mean, he clearly did this when I wasn't there, but he we would be walking around DC, and there are clearly tons of people all the time, tourists trying to get pictures. And there's always the dad that has to be out of the picture because he's taking the picture for the rest of the family or they're trying to take some awkward looking selfie. And he every time he sees that, he's like, hey, you, can I take this photo for you guys? Like, I want you guys to be able to have a good photo. And I happen, happen to have an eye for that. Mm-hmm. So he would take it and he would just run every fucking time. It kind of got a little annoying sometimes, like frustrating. Like, dude, we're trying to get to the next spot. Stop <laughs> helping people take photos. But he would do that. And then to see the evolution of this this man, this business, this right. art is dope. So he's running around doing all this. But I say all this to say, he has so many sit to de- sit downs with the bride and groom. And for the most part, it's like the groom's just sitting there. <laughs> like, he's just there for more support. He's just there to be like, yeah, but like whatever she wants. Like that's, There's only ever like one thing. And I think he asks the, the groom this most of the time. Like, what do you need from what are you looking for? There's got to be something that you want out of this. And sometimes, you know, the girls looking at him like, "What? What? 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 Like, what do you like? What, you, like, what, like nigga, what stances do you have? Like, what opinions do you have, nigga? Shut up! <laughs> like, everything I said was good enough. It's gonna be like that. And for the most part, guys just sit in the back seat and they're like, "Hey, listen, again, whatever you want, I don't care. My friends and family gonna be there as long as you're happy." You get the day that you want. Mm-hmm. You get the photos you want, the food you want, the dress you want, the book, you know, the flowers you want, all this sort of stuff. Then we're good. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I asked you this question. I wanted to know exactly what it is you felt like you need. Um, but again, you have a million other things on your plate, so this isn't really. And you're talking about the spring of 2023, so this isn't really something. That's yeah, really I mean, it's either going to be spring or fall of 2023, but I think ideally spring because that's earlier. Yeah. Um, and we know we want to do this, but you know, COVID definitely threw every threw a lot of things off. Like I wasn't about to be planning no wedding. I had no fucking job. Yeah. So, you know, planning a wedding just kind of got put on the back burner. We kind of lost a year mm-hmm. of 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 planning. You know what I'm saying? Because like, at least for me, like she was working, but at least for me, I just didn't know where my next real check was about to come from. And right. I wasn't about to plan no wedding on unemployment. Yeah. It just <laughs> wasn't, I wasn't doing that. Wasn't doing it. Planning a wedding off of unemployment money. <laughs> no. No. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I wasn't doing that. Um, But 
you know, we're, we're, you know, we talk about it often. Um, you know, we're, we're starting, um, a guest list. We have looked at a bunch of venues, um, not like, like on the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there, some of the smaller things have, you know, somewhat been taken care of, but, um, we haven't, we're, we're looking to book a venue soon cause we want to start, you know, paying on it. Cause like, we're not going to have the money up front. Right. Um, we have definitely started saving money and putting stuff like putting money to the side. Ballpark the, the range. Um, Probably like ten grand. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, obviously you could spend no money and just go to a courthouse if you want to, but and, I ain't that and, type of nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm not that type of nigga. Well, a conversation we were having in the car on the way back from the hike is taking some of that coin, as Mikhail kept saying, and putting it towards honeymoon or again, maybe some of these house enhancements you're uh-huh. speaking on or just something else to sort of put towards the rest of the life. Right. Right. That you have. So what do you, what do you think about that? Um, I don't know. Um, have you thought about a destination for, we have, and I think the only thing that messes that up is the fact that we know a lot of people won't be able to come if we do a destination wedding. Um, and as you, I don't know if you know this or don't, but I got a big ass family. Um, yeah, I can. I, yeah. And, you know, as much as I want to, I want to get everybody involved. Um, I know that that's not going to be possible um, because I we, we do have a limit that we're trying to keep ourselves to. Um, but a destination wedding is really going to block a lot of people out. And I got to tell you, knowing at least knowing at least my dad, that nigga will pay me the money I need before he lets some of the people in my family miss this. Uh, okay, he will you. give me the money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's going to make sure. He yeah. Because you already, you already, yeah. you know how he is when it, about the family about coming shit. Coming to family, yeah. Like, I, man, I, yo, I was having a conversation with, with young Marina again, if you haven't got onto young Marina is yet, but she was talking to me about about her father, and we had a conversation about fathers, and and really just about whoever it is in your family that is the glue, mm-hmm. that is the the adhesive that brings everyone together, and we don't really be understanding. I mean, you're a father, so you kind of have to would have to be looking at Jacory's point of view to some degree. But we don't understand what they've done for us mm-hmm. fully. We can't ever fully understand what our parents have gone through to be right. the people that they are, who have given us the lives that we have. Right. So to some degree, <clears throat> we'll always be a little less grateful than we ought to be. Mm-hmm. These these real forceful fathers about trying to keep the family together. Go over and see your grandma. Go over, drive on down to Danville. Go see the people. I know you saw them three months ago. Go do it again. Go. Like, I, 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 I get it because they went 
through so many stories. There's so many stories about our parents that like we'll never know. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you get older, you get a little bit more fly with them. They see you a little bit more as an adult. You'll hear a little bit more yeah. as things go on. You're like, whoa, that. What are you talking about? Yeah, that. Ha- like, what do you? What are you talking about? What, uh-huh. what do you mean you went to jail? <laughs> <laughs> for three months and I just didn't know about it. Like I'm just running around here on the playground and I didn't know. Like what are you talking? What are you talking about? <laughs> Wrongfully accused of some shit and went to jail. Like what, <laughs> you, what do you mean? Like why didn't I? Why? Why am I learning about this? Yeah. Twenty nine years into my life or whatever. Yeah. Like, what do you? Yo. When these people were growing up, every generation is going to be like this. They should be having it a little bit easier than the last one. Mm-hmm. In in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. right? That's kind of the job, right? Yeah. You want them to have to not have to go through things the way that you had to go through, right? Which is already kind of crazy to think for us because we didn't have it hard. So for our children to have anything any easier than we did, I almost don't even agree with that. <laughs> they might need to have it at least as hard as we did. Like they might need, we might need to throw some obstacles in their way because uh-huh. <laughs> it may be getting too easy. <laughs> like, fuck that. But the whole point, I, I'm saying all this, I'm rambling on, but what I'm saying is they've seen families being t- tear, like torn apart mm-hmm. over whatever. Right. And just the nastiest thing said, people not being able to come back from things said at a Christmas dinner. Bro, I'm actually, like I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm not personally dealing with it right now, but there are a few members in my family that are going through exactly what you just said right now. Right. And so when you, so when you grow up and you're seeing all this sort of stuff, you, you tell yourself, yo, if I ever have a family, I'm not going down. Yeah. It's not, I'm going, if I got to do my hardest and they may hate me for it, but I'm going to keep them together. Yeah. I'm going to keep them just at least on speaking terms, like at least be able to talk to one of another. Y'all right. got to be best friends. Right. But we're not just going to be splitting the family down, down the middle. And now so-and-so got to choose sides and be with, we're not doing that. Right. So I, I, I can't fully understand cause I'm not a father to any degree, but I, I, I get it. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Yeah. I, I understand. That. Yeah. I get it too. I get it too. Um, I just can't promise you that I am going to be there every single time. That you well, yes, yes. There. <laughs> well, again, he's gonna try as best as he can, but he can't get everybody. He can't. He can't make you do what you don't want to do. Yeah, but um, or can't do. Yeah, man. To who can I? Can I? Am I allowed to know who asked that? About oh oh, oh young Marina. Okay, so let me get into this hiking story. <laughs> um, so when I talk about me loving progress and me loving people and seeing just new heights. By the way, we talked all about this Drake album on his last episode with Mo. Mm-hmm. And Drake saying one of his bars, he be saying some of the funniest little lines. Like he's a comedian, <laughs> but him saying you niggas reaching new lows, like <laughs> bro, like new lows is funny because you only ever hear about people reaching new heights, right? You talking about you reaching a new low is yeah, fucking hilarious. That's terrible. But I got to see this person. This is another testament to how everyone's quarantine wasn't the worst thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. If you ask this person, they're going to say, and as crazy as this sounds, they're going to say it was the best, most enlightening, most transformative time in their entire life. And they wouldn't have traded it for the world. 
because it made them everything that they are today and which they love and okay. revere. And That's what's up. And put on a very high pedestal. And so this is a testament to that story. We went on this hike. They bodied it. 8.9 miles. It was like 2,700 feet of elevation, something like that. It was a bit, it was one of the bigger hikes. Mm -hmm. Rated hard on all trails. Mm -hmm. Beautiful time out there. Uh, aside from the part where everybody but me started getting bit and stung by stuff and people started running around. Damn. There was like a spider that landed on one of them, bit them, and it was like a spider that you don't want to see. It had like yellow and green on it and shit ah. like that. Smack that spider out. This is the whole point. Hey, when you go out there, you're dealing with the elements. Woo. You know what I mean? Smack that off. As soon as that spider went, then the other two people were like, ah, ah, what's going on? Started running away. So I think they started getting stung by some other things. Sheesh. I was just looking around like, yo, what's, what's, what's going on right now? Uh, but aside from that, beautiful. Waterfalls. You know, the trees was out, mad foliage. It was like 84, 85 degrees out. So it was really sunny. But again, we had all the covering and all the shade from all the trees. That was beautiful. Fresh air. Cool. You know, outdoor culture, really, really awesome, cool. Some people weird, but just jovial energy for the most part. Right. It was a good time. Right. A lot of pictures taken. This person, many, many months ago, many, many moons ago, had the same Raven's Rock experience you did. Okay. Except... When they were on their way up, they they didn't have friends that could coax them into continuing the hike to get to the top. They were like, yo, I'm done. I don't want to do this shit anymore. I don't even know why the fuck y'all brought me here. I don't <laughs> even know what made y'all think. Y'all know me. And the person y'all know me to be, I don't know how you thought I was getting to the top of this fucking mountain. Uh -huh. And you've done this hike before? Oh, you got me fucked up. <laughs> There's no way you thought I was going to be able to do this. This is ridiculous. Raven's Rock was like 3,100 feet of elevation in two miles. That shit that sucked. You're walking straight up. That's that straight vert. That shit was... Woo! It was, it was woo! That's what it was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, the, but, the, but the point of this is, is that a year ago, they were in bad or much worse health conditions. Mm -hmm. They changed their diet. Started exercising. Okay. Young Marina. Marina. Young Marina. Okay. Came out, embodied it. This person lost mad weight in that amount of time, gained flexibility, strength. They are a new person. And so this, it, it kind of dawned on me during the hike what this was to this person. Because I'm just hiking. I've done this my, my whole life. I've hiked. Mm -hmm. I've gone places. I did it as a kid. It don't really matter most of me. I've been athletic my whole life, too. I've been able-bodied. I've been able to run around and do stuff and hop and jump and run and skip and whatever the fuck. I, I never thought about not having that in my life. Right. So for someone their whole however many 20-some-odd years that they've been on the planet, they never partook in those things. And I used to say when I, I'd be up on these mountains overlooking Miles and miles of mountains and trees and their hawks flying over you and the birds chirping and it's beautiful. You feel accomplished. Thinking, man, this person would really love to be here. Right. They'll never do what it took to get here. Yeah. But they sure would love this vista. Yeah. They would love, like, they would love it more than anything. And so for this person to reach this milestone where they 
we, you know, we took a couple baby ones first and baby stepped up there. Sort of like we probably should have did with you. <laughs> but, but we baby stepped to it. We took like three hikes. This was the third one, uh-huh. the third installment. Bodied it. No problems at all. Cool. Brought the trekking poles out there, you know, ankle braced up, hydrated, had food, like did all the correct things mm-hmm. and went out there and bodied it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exercise, but it wasn't nothing like it used to be for that person. Right. And so to see the transformation, like I got to see the transformation of this person in a very small, because that's a small amount of time yeah. to change this about yourself. But to see that, it's like, whoa, look what someone can do. Like, and now they're sitting atop this mountain. And this is when it really hit. They're sitting atop this mountain and I'm just looking at them for a second. And they're just, they're just looking out at this fucking, because at the very top, all these different trees, there's a waterfall in the distance you get to watch. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was beautiful. Everything about it was just perfect. Mm-hmm. And they're just looking around like, wow. Wow. This is what it's been this whole time. <laughs> like I've never been able, I, was, I wasn't allowed this in my life until this point. That's what's I, up. I could not be a part of this. I could look at photos, but anybody that's ever taken a hike and gotten to a summit, you know them photos don't do it never. justice. You got to take the photos. You yeah. got to take them. I was looking at a photo of you from old rag, the one where you're standing, standing on, on the rock, rock and you just see, I was, every time I see that photo, I'm just like, this is a cold ass picture right here. That, that picture is wild. Like that's that's easily picture. the most fire picture I've ever taken. Ever. <laughs> and I didn't even, take, I think Mikhail took yeah, that picture. Yeah, yeah, someone else. I know, like, yeah, I didn't. I'm so it. glad you got that photo of me. I had no idea she was back that's there taking that cold photo. That's just wild. Because I yeah. was really just looking out, yeah. pondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking out, like, yeah. wow. Because when you look up there, you look down and you think, man, all those little problems that we have. <laughs> all those itty-bitty, like, I'm just looking down at miles and miles of farmland and cities. You see highways, roads, mm-hmm. you know, houses. And you're thinking, man, down there, all those little problems seem so big. Right. So I only imagine what it's like for an astronaut to be looking down at Earth. <laughs> like, Wow. Do you think that they're ready for old riggedy? That's where we're going next. That's where we're going next. I do. I do believe it. The, right. the way that they handled this one, I was like, yeah, you're good now. You're good now. You, you, you've gotten yourself to a position where did, you can go to old rag and you can, you can knock that out. Did you guys take breaks? One thousand calculated breaks. Calculated breaks. Ever since you said that phrase, you coined that phrase. Absolutely. We, when, I mean, and there was, it was real steep too. This was this was a pretty this was a pretty steep one, but we took breaks. Mad water, you know, kind bars, little crisp bars. I don't know those little skinny bars with, you know, rice krispies and blueberries and yeah. whatever the fuck else is in them. Yeah, beef jerky, sandwiches, apples, bananas. Just like we was we was ready to go. Cool. So yeah, you just you you take breaks. It's not we everyone needs to enjoy themselves. We done doing. I know, and I've apologized for that. We not doing that anymore. People are relaxing and enjoying themselves on the hike. Period. That's like, like that. That, is, that just before that hike, the calculated break hike. You were you just a nigga that was just just marching, just nonstop, just no. You didn't stop for nothing. Well, you also have to understand that 
I always felt good. Listen, I stop when I need to stop. I guess I just don't really be needing to stop. Like my okay. cardio is like my cardiovascular system is on one. All right. <laughs> like it, it, my heart be pumping. My lungs are good to go. Yeah. Like yeah. All right. If you had caught me back in the in the cigarette smoking chain days, like no, I wouldn't have been able to do that. But yeah, like I, I'm I'm good to go. I'm good All to right. keep walking. Duty and I told you the rest parts for us is when it's just level ground. Like that is rest for me. Is when it's just level ground. Nah, it's right, the nigga, same thing for as stopping. I will, I will stop in the middle of a of a hill. <laughs> well, yeah, and again, and that's and that's awesome, and and we applaud that. It needs, <laughs> you know, we encourage it. Whatever you need, like we're there for that. But again, the whole uh, just as a story for this person and me being able to watch it, it was absolutely it was fucking. It was fucking shout awesome. out to Young Marina. Yeah, shout very out. very proud of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, did that, did that for me. That's what's um, up. Candyman. Candyman. Okay. Now, now you heard my take on Candyman from yeah. the last episode. Yes, I did. You heard my take. How do you feel about my take on Candyman? Um, did you watch the 1992? Yeah, I've seen. I've seen it back when you were younger. Um, I actually saw it. I watched it like last year as well. Oh, see, I, I should. No, I've seen it. I saw it when I was younger. Well, yeah, I but know. I was younger. Right. right so, right. see, I didn't. I, I never watched it again. I watched since it like I was a kid. yeah. I watched it like last year. When you watched it last year, was it blackified like that? Did it have to do with the black plight? Not really, because I mean, one of the main. Characters- oh, by the way, spoiler alert! If you're if you haven't oh, seen yeah. Candyman yeah. and you want to watch Candyman, skip skip, skip this skip, part. <laughs> go go to the description where the timestamps are. Yeah. and skip over this one. Yeah. Okay, now we're gonna ruin it. Go. Um. So I would say that it had somewhat of the black plight because their majority of the people in the movie were black. You know what I'm saying? But one of the main characters in it was this, was a white woman. Right, right, you know right. Yeah, yeah. And that was the person that they touched on in this one. Yeah. Helen. They, yeah, Helen. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, touched yeah. Helen on Helen Lyle. I think yeah, 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 yeah. They touched on her. They touched on, you know, what happened with her. And apparently there were, you know, there have been several Candymans throughout history for, is from what I got from the movie. Um, well, so... And but this is why I say did it did it speak to the black plight back then because I don't know how they would have done it. Well, I don't mean there being a bunch of black people in so, the movie. So no. Okay, from what you said about how just the representation, right, and, sh- and stuff like that. No, because because in this movie, Candyman, from the way that the little creepy guy at the dry cleaners place or the mm-hmm. the, the, the what, do you, what do you call it dry cleaners? That's what yeah, you call yeah, it? Dry laundromat, Laund- laundromat, yeah, same thing. No, no, not it's, the not, it's not. It's not the same, same thing. thing. So, laundromat, yes. right? I used to go to the laundromat when I was yeah, a kid and yeah, play yeah. Pac Man while my grandma was sitting there putting quarters in. Yeah, 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 like man, just old stuff was just good times. <laughs> good fucking times. Going to the laundromat to just play. Uh, was it Galactica? Yeah, Galactica. Galactica and fucking Pac Man and whatever else. Street Fighter. There. Street Fighter. While your grandma just ran clothes. I used to go to. I used to go to. I used to go to. I used to go to Macy's a lot with my grandmother. Yeah. Whenever I would go there on the weekends, we would always take a trip to Macy's. Someone, uh, a friend of mine. Well, not a friend of mine. This person's not my friend. Well, I, I think it was called Montgomery Montgomery Wards mm-hmm. back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, th- I'm not sure it was Macy's back then. It was something before um, it was Macy's. Um, Whatever. I remember that. Yeah. I remember Montgomery. Yeah. So we used to go there a lot. I was talking to someone the other day about family dinners. Remember those? Yeah. 
They were like, remember before phones came out? Like, family dinner was just a thing. Yeah. It, like, that's, in my house, it was a thing. People made dinner. You sat down at the table, mm-hmm. spoke about what happened at school. Just whatever was going on, that's what dinner was. Right. <sighs> olden, olden days. You miss that? Yeah, I do. You can recreate it. I can. I can. I'm good. And I, and, and I will if I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I go that route in life, I will. But um, so the guy at the laundromat, he was telling the main character mm-hmm. that Candyman is an amalgam of black people, black men mostly, mm-hmm. in the community that were killed. Right. Right. right, usually, right, right. usually through, I believe, police, police brutality. brutality. Right. So now that's why I say it's a new 2021 version yeah. of the old Candyman dealing with yeah. current events. It, it was very Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So that that was the whole thing. Now, that, yeah, that couldn't have been the case back then. So I was no. wondering like how they made that connection. No. But it was an interesting, not just revamp, but sort of sequel. Yeah. It was yeah. a rough sequel. Yeah. Like a very light sequel. Yeah. Right? Because then when you saw the original Candyman at the very, very end of it, you're like, hey, yep. that guy. Honestly, that was my favorite part when he was like, tell everyone. That was my favorite part. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, yo, <laughs> nostalgia. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what it is. You can live for nostalgia. <laughs> so so that, that so that's kind of the thing. It was, it, Candyman is really just an idea of all these men that have been killed, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, when I tell you, the only black people that died in that film, one was the main character, mm-hmm. because one, if there's going to be a black person that decides to go and summon Candyman, mm-hmm. it's going to be him. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> He is, because what may have been misconstrued when I was talking about it last time is that no black people ever would ever initiate summoning Candyman, right? right? Or even playing that game. Right. That's not the case. That's I'm not, not true. That's not true. You not. That's right. But some people will. Yep. And within a group of black people, he's the guy. Yep. He is the guy. If you look at his outfits, yep. <laughs> yep. he's like... You know, he's got like the little beanie on, his 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 cufflinks yeah. are rolled up real high so you can yeah. see the socks, he's wearing chucks. Like he's the guy that is going to play that game. Yes. So now and so now he kind of becomes Candyman throughout the movie. I'm I'm sorry, I have to ask this question. Go for it. Nobody in the entire movie saw this man's arm deteriorating. They was just acting like nobody like saw, he just wasn't putting cocoa butter on when he got like, out of the shower. Like no <laughs> like, one no. saw this man's arm deteriorating. <laughs> I I that was yeah. probably one of the bigger questions for me. Like yeah. nobody's gonna question that. Like it looked like a, like a raptor arm yeah. in claw. Like, yeah. Whoa, what do we- yeah. No, it looked like this. Is he just put it in a fire for like for a solid sixty seconds and just let it roll like. <laughs> His arm was just torn to shit. Like, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, like, like it was scales. Like yeah. He looked like he was right. that scales yeah. on his arm. Yeah, and he Pretty was much. pulling it apart and pussing. Yeah, like, bro, what? Are you worried about what's going on with you? Right. 
You're not bringing it up to anybody, but maybe you wouldn't because, again, you're so scared. You don't thought that you don't now ushered in a demon into right. the world. So he got started getting crazy with the paintings he was painting uh-huh. and stuff like that. It got weird. Uh-huh. But the whole point is he died. And, well, I guess you could say he was sort of reincarnated. Right. Or Candyman was reincarnated through him. Yeah. And then the only other guy that died was the fanatic. Was the weird laundromat guy. Right, right, That right. was a fanatic that ended up getting right. a, a pen stabbed through his head 30 right. times at the end by old girl. Yo, now, she is gorgeous. That is a beautiful woman. Oh, my God. I wasn't even going to bring this up. Yo, who? who she also. Candyman. She plays. I forgot her name. Woman. She plays. in. She plays in um, a Marvel. Um. Damn, why can't I think of this? I'm such a Marvel person. Any man, woman. No, not Helen Lyle. Why are they giving me the get the fuck out of here? Why are people acting like I'm like I'm not looking for the new person? They're talking to me about Helen Lyle from the first one. No, that's not, <laughs> not what I'm talking about. I'm not looking for the hell. Bro. Oh my god. Tiana Paris. Yo. That is a gorgeous woman. Tiana Paris. Paris. For y'all that need to know who this is, because you need to know. T-E-Y-O-N-A-H-P-A-R-R-I-S. What? What? She also plays in um what? WandaVision. That's what I was looking up. Jeez Louise. For any of our Marvel fans, she also plays in WandaVision. She is top tier. 1,000%. Beauty. 1,000%. When top you, when, tier yeah, beauty. When you talk about, yeah, yeah, top tier, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And look, I'm trying to do a podcast, now I'm just looking at photos. <laughs> uh, but those are the only two black people that die. Yeah. Right? And it wasn't... And, and you could even say from the look at you now, you just looking at Yeah, photos. I just... No, I had to see what was on there real from, quick. From, from <laughs> the, the fight or the struggle, mm-hmm. right... The reason, the metacognition (laughs) of the laundromat guy, the fanatic, Mm -hmm. he's, you're right, he's crazy, he's weird, he's clearly into some dark shit, but in his mind, he needs the story to continue. Yeah. Because in his mind, this is how the story, this is how the saga lives. Yeah. This is how people continue to, you know, remain privy to what is going on in these neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So that's where he's coming from. Like mm-hmm. it's gotta, we got, we need him. It's really crazy how they just kind of created and incorporated that aspect into the movie in that way. How it they is. just how they tied black men dying by police brutality into the Candyman story, and they did a good job. They did so, a good job. So I'm like, after the movie, because it didn't really necessarily hit me until after. I'm sitting there after the movie. I'm meditating that night, and I wake up the next morning, hit a little meditation, and some thoughts are clearing up. I'm like, hold on. Candyman only killed white people. I'm like, they just, I just watched the movie with a black villain that only killed white people and or police officers. Yes. I was like, oh, my fucking head exploded. I was like, oh, (laughs) shit. Every single person that died was white. You had the very first dude who was like the art curator and his girl. And they was in there getting nasty and being weird because they were weird. Yeah. 
and she said the name yep. while they was getting nasty in yeah. front of the mirror. And the Candyman came, got them out the way real yep. quick. Then you add the art dealer or, who, yeah. or the uh, art appraiser, art critic, art critic yeah. afterwards, and she got slid across the yeah. window. And that was eerie. That yeah. was like, ooh. And as the camera was like panning ooh. away. Then you just yeah. see her get slid across yeah. the window and it dropped. Yeah. Like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, that yeah. was that was kind of weird. But real quick, I don't know how much you remember from the first one, but the cinematography from the first one was very similar to that. Remember that scene where he was walking across walking across that bridge and the camera just kept getting closer yes. and closer to him. Yeah. That cinematography is from the first movie. And yeah, and you know what? Shout out because, you know. Nia DaCosta? One more time. Nia DaCosta. DaCosta. Shout out because she clearly did her homework. Yes. Because <laughs> she kept that true. Yes. So that was, so that was even dope. in the beginning, um, in the intro where the, like the buildings were like upside down mm -hmm. from the original movie. Mm -hmm. Good job. Nia. Good job. Yep. That was dope. Yep. Even, even just the, if there was a filter or maybe they just picked the perfect days, even the, the, the sky, the, the, you know, mm -hmm. everything about it right, just right, 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 gave right. an eerie, Candyman feel. Right. You know what I'm saying? The next people to die after her. Mm -hmm. And it's funny how it happened because Tiana Paris, whatever her name is in the in the film, mm -hmm. she's talking to her brother, right? Yeah. About how wild her boyfriend has gotten and how he's running around yeah. acting crazy. Hey, that nigga was funny. Oh my God. He was hilarious. He was <laughs> super funny. <laughs> you gonna say he looked like me? When I had the hot, no, Not, I, I, I wasn't gonna say that. Sometimes I don't be knowing who y'all throw on my name. No, honestly, you look more like the Candyman nigga, in my opinion. Wait, like the old 1992? Guy? No, the nigga. Oh, the, the main character. I, I forgot his you name. You are bugging, nigga. I'm not in bugging. The face, in the, the body, nigga, in the you, what, nigga? You both, both you guys are dark skinned, tall, lanky, weird niggas. Like, <laughs> and yeah, probably a little in the face too. That's crazy. Because he kept, he keeps the. the the close shade. Bruh, everybody listening, go look can, up the main character from Candyman I can if you see haven't you seen wearing the. I can see you doing the little beanie thing. Like, I can just see that. I've never seen me wearing You've never in my life I seen me see wearing I see you doing it. All I know yeah. is that that nigga don't look that nothing nigga, like me. I, I when the, I was watching it, I was like. way more like me. Not, no. The gay dude, he looks like. Hold on. I'm going to tell you who the gay dude looks like. It don't even. Um, shit, The shit. point is. Tiana was talking to her brother in the film, and she's like, Candyman in the mirror five times. Who does that? Mm -hmm. And who did they pay into? Who did they? That scene cut, mm -hmm. and then who did they show after that? Five little girls in the bathroom at a sure. high school. The gay guy looks like Billy Porter. Tell me he doesn't. I mean... Okay, uh, I mean, a, a much darker skin version of him, I guess. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the, the point is, oh, and he's going to be in what, Cinderella? The new yeah, Cinderella, Billy Porter that. is uh, a prominent actor who happens to be gay. Um, he's the he, fairy godmother. He's the fairy godmother in the new Cinderella movie that just came out. But he also plays in a really good show called Pose um, that unfortunately just got canceled. Um, <laughs> but... No, it's a great show. Yeah. Um, but you know, look into pose. It's a good show. <laughs> Moral of the story. 
they panned to these these five. I don't want to say all of them are white. I think maybe an Asian chick in there. Uh, th- the Asian chick left before. Oh, before. See, see, <laughs> she got she Asian got to the third. She got to the third Candyman and said, "Nah, that's I'm hilarious." And that had to be done on purpose, probably. Like even like an Asian person was like, "Actually, nah, like yeah. I'm good," and they got out of there. Yep. The rest of them finished it up, and no, and blood got to spilling. Yes, on that floor. Yes. And the only black person in that scene, aside from Candyman, was the little one that they wanted to make fun of, yep. little nerd or whatever, sitting in the stall listening to her music, just trying to figure out her life, right? Minding her own business, uh huh. And she lived. Yep. So I, I just and then and then at the end, you see all the police officers getting killed by Candyman at the yep. end when he's walking out the house, and she's the one that called Candyman. Yeah. Right. Yep. And he came out the crib and killed everyone else. Yep. I was like, okay, all right, all right. He's only getting police officers and white people out there. (laughs) (laughs) But what's funny, again, is that black people never gave him a chance. Gave who a chance? They never gave Candyman a chance to come kill him. Oh, Even when when the main character went to go talk to his mom. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, you know, I went and talked to the laundromat dude about Candyman. She was like, nope. Yeah. Like, she did a whole lot of shit with her hands. She was like, shh, shh, shh. no. Yeah. No, we don't say his name. Yeah. What, you, now, what you doing? Did you know that she's the original, she's from the movie, uh, the first movie? It makes sense. Okay. I, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That, that, like, she right. would have had to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. makes sense. All right. So, yeah. I'm just like, they weren't playing them games. Right. So, that's why my whole take was, this is the very first one. And again, Again, Get Out and Us, awesome. I love those movies. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this, though. No. It wasn't this. So when y'all asked me in the chat, how was it? Eh, for a horror movie. Like, it was cool. Like, yeah. it, was, like it was whatever for a horror movie. Like, it was uh-huh. cool. But for a black movie, yeah. 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 It, was, it was awesome. The representation of black people, you know, was awesome. Painted them in, you know, a good light. It wasn't about, you know what I'm saying, a bunch of niggas in the hood. Nah. Like, it, it, and if anything, they maybe did it a little too. They may have sprinkled a little too much sugar, because one people was speaking French. They was like just making you like just letting you know that they had money and they was around hey. like the aristocracy or right. wherever they lived Cause, at. Because uh, an apartment like that in Chicago, yeah, downtown, yeah, nigga, you making bread, yeah. That, <laughs> so that that's that's the thing. That, it was that, like it was like for people that watch like Friends, you're always wondering like. How do they afford these apartments? They all just have nice apartments in New York City. Like, what are they doing? And don't ever be at work, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's so that's what I got on Candyman. Yeah, I would I it, waited to go ahead and have that. Yeah, no, it was it was I liked it. I would I would recommend it. I oh, would also okay. recommend watching the first one if you haven't seen it. Yeah, well, yeah. probably want to watch that first because there's definitely some things that tie into that one. Yeah. Um. um so. so when it comes to superstitions. Because, by the way, if anyone is wondering, in that group of black friends, I am that black friend that will play that game. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah. My little sister was so upset with me when I did it in the car with her. I was taking her to the, I was taking her to the airport, and I, just, I was just like, because we were talking about it. I was like, man, fuck yeah. I looked in the rearview mirror. And she was like, just, but why? Like, but like, well, like, for what, though? Like, why are you even doing it? So, is there something, because you, like you said, you're not playing that game. Like you're not yeah. sitting. It's just there's no point. Yeah. What what superstitions do you have? Do you have like 
Um, you have to have at least one if you're not willing to say Candyman. I feel like there's something else that you feel like, I don't need to do it. There's friends that I have had and do have to this day where if you walking down the street and you split a pole, they're, ain't, they're upset. Mm-hmm. They're like, bro, stop. Like, just walk on the same side of the pole as me. I don't <laughs> understand why you keep splitting poles and signs. Like, stop. I'm just like, bro, come on. I'm not doing this. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not doing this right now. <laughs> I'm not doing the split the pole, step on a crack, break your mother's back. I don't care if a black cat comes running across. I don't care if a mirror breaks. I, none of the. I don't care about walking underneath the ladders, even though that's just wild. Like, why are you walking yeah. underneath the ladder? Like, yeah. just, just walk around the ladder. Yeah. But yeah, I, but yeah, I, I don't. It's weird. No, I don't think I'm very superstitious, but I, I'm also not going to go out of my way to go in the bathroom and test it out. <laughs> like, it means nothing to me. <laughs> I'm not getting anything out of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, ha- I had someone, actually the same person I was talking to about family dinners. I guess this was at work. Somebody spilled some salt on the table mm-hmm. and they swept it into a menu mm-hmm. and they brought it back to our little micro section where we have our computers. We put orders in where no, nobody can see. And I went to go pick up the, like the trash that they just left on the table and I was going to throw in the trash. And they were like, no, 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 no. Like, don't do that. <laughs> this person's from Uruguay. So like, the, you know, Hispanic, she was like, don't do that. I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, let somebody else do it. I like, I, 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 I like swept salt in there from, from the table. You don't like, you don't throw away salt. Like, you don't throw away just loose salt. Like, Why? You, everybody knows like that's bad luck. I didn't know that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I'll leave this for the next person to throw away then. So it's just interesting. You always you, you get in touch with a lot more people and talk to a lot of people uh-huh. outside of your wheelhouse, and you just learn a lot of very interesting things. I didn't yeah. know that throwing away salt was bad luck. I didn't know that either. Yeah. All right, but that's 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 all I got. On. Um. So look, man, I was in the barber shop getting this haircut. Yes, sir. Co- uh, a couple of days ago, and the barber had BET on. Okay. <laughs> <You're> st- <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's do this. The barber had BET on, and I don't really be watching BET. Yeah. Um, but when it was on, the Parkers was on. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. I ain't seen the Parkers in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was in there having a good laugh. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, watching right. Monique and- Running you know, around with um, Professor Ogilvy. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I was, you know, it's nostalgia. Yeah. And I was like, she's oh, man. Nasty. She's nasty. <laughs> yeah. She's nasty in that show. Yeah, she was a stalker. She was Way a stalker. stalker. She was a stalker. Um, so so crazy. Yeah, that can't be played out the other way. <laughs> you can't have a dude do the things that she was doing to Professor Ogilvy. Hell no. On TV. Hell and no. just be cool. Hell no. Yeah. But so I was watching it, and I was, I was, I was happy. I was like, man, this is cool. I haven't watched the show in a while. This is great. So it goes to commercials. And one of the commercials that came on the television, it was one of those commercials where you get the, the pastor is on the TV, mm. this white guy, this pastor, old white guy, okay, convincing, see, trying to convince yeah, people, see, see trying to convince people <laughs> to buy this holy water, comes in a little tube, <laughs> and on, on there, just blatantly blatantly He's selling the, the the magic stuff from space jam right right blatantly t- 
telling people that if they buy this and consume it, that it'll solve all their financial, financial problems. And what? what I was upset at was the fact that the pastor was this white guy. Every single person in that commercial claiming to have been saved by this holy water was black. And I just couldn't believe. I was like, BT, this is black entertainment television. Why are y'all selling this bullshit on here and just everybody on the commercial was black? It was people on the commercial. My husband drank the holy water. We was we was $15,000 in debt. And all of a sudden, we just had $15,000 in our bank account. I don't know how it got there. Oh, no. Not. <laughs> Some other I people, thought the testimonials uh, were going to be a little no, bit better. No, 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 no. No, they weren't. They were horrible. People on there talking about, you know, I don't usually play the lottery, but I was just so down. And now I just, I had to try something. And I went in there, played the lottery. I won $50,000 and I had just drank the holy water a week before. BET, we got to do better. But who owns Viacom? Because this isn't Miss Sheila Johnson from the past. Um, with, with her husband, I'm not we sure. We don't know who owns this. I don't know who's like. I don't know. I'll, we're gonna find out. And, and what's what's interesting is not necessarily who owns it, but I don't know who's in the board meetings. Uh huh. Because people got to come together, and this has to be signed off uh-huh. by some people. It was sort of like when H and M put out that little hoodie, or put out the the black kid with the monkey on his on on a hoodie, and said like the the coolest monkey in the jungle or whatever the fuck that thing said. Did 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 we think Robert? Bakish. <laughs> Robert Bakish. Owens Viacom. Let me tell you something about Robert. <laughs> he looks like the penguin from Batman. <laughs> he doesn't look like he knows anything about holy water, Jesus Christ, or black people. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, did we think that H&M was really trying to sh- sh- throw a shot at black people? No, because they're a business and they want to make money. So right. I don't think that they did it, but the whole issue was they don't have someone in the boardroom that is clearly privy to the information that has the wherewithal to raise their hand and say, hey, we shouldn't do that. Yeah. That's going to be an issue. Let yeah. me tell you why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of the whole point. I don't know who's in the Viacom meetings okaying this. Right. But if, but if what's his name, Bob? Robert Backish. But if Robert has anything to do with it, yeah, it might, it might go through. But, but really, let's get down to the in the how much are you they you think they're getting paid for this little commercial i haven't not much i wish i knew not much this this matters so much because i wish i knew how much because i because it's easy to say well don't sell out and just go on bet as a black person and sell this to black people when you know like stop it stop it don't do that you got to be better you have to have some integrity is it legal like, are, is what they're doing legal? I guess not. You know what I'm saying? Because, it, I, I mean, it's, I it's false advertising. It's got to be false advertising. Not, I, 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 I know that no, nobody, I, oh, oh God, 99% of the but people the, but the thing is, that bought I that water know. are not getting, they're still financially burdened. <laughs> they are. They are. Oh. I get one person probably ran into some money. And it probably, I don't think it was because of the water. 
I've that's crazy. I've never I've not seen a commercial. I've seen a commercial for a lot of crazy and stuff. That that's that's the point because you don't see those, these are the type of commercials you see at three o'clock in the fucking morning. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This was at like twelve o'clock in the middle of the day. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's just like those uh those commercials for like the call girls where you call me now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Call me, yeah, yeah. You want to yeah. have a conversation? Like mm-hmm. that was also another commercial that played on BET at like twelve thirty in the daytime when I was getting my haircut. That that was another one of the commercials. At least that came I know on. the call girls are lying to me when they say that they love me <laughs> and they like me and they want the best for me and whatever it is that they're saying on them calls. I want to. Damn, that's something I should do. That should be that would be great content. I might call one of these women up. Yeah, yeah, just chop it. Because I think it's called be, I think it's called Live Links or yo, something like I'm, that. I might do that legit and come back on one of these pods <laughs> and tell y'all about the conversation because it's gonna be an early conversation. Like I'm gonna just chat it up with them for an hour <laughs> and just see like what's up. Like I'm not gonna call them on no sex type of stuff and be like, yo, what's going on? Like, like how are you doing? Because it's money, they're gonna do it. Yeah. So like you can. You can call like a real call girl, like to come through the crib, and as long as you're paying for the, you're paying for time. Right. They'll come through. Right. And just sit down and talk to you as long as you give them the money at the end. Right. Like it's fine. Right. So I might just call one of them up and be like, "Yo, like, what's going on? Like, let's. Why talk. you doing this? Yo, what's on the forefront of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> like, legit, bro. Oh my god, you think I'm joking? Yo, podcast listeners, y'all got a treat coming y'all's way. <laughs> I'm about to do this shit. <laughs> but I was just like, it bothered me because I'm just like. This is black entertainment television. You know that it's mostly, probably mostly black people that watch BET. And it's just like, y'all are really out here peddling this water out, telling people that it's going to solve their financial burdens and having other black people on this joint telling them that if they drink this, they're going to have $10,000 in their account. What did Antoinette's dad say? I should just start calling him your father-in-law. Sure. What did your father-in-law say about making money in this world? Um. That it's easy to do, yeah. If you have no morals, right, 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 right. He did say that. If you don't care, yeah, you can make money. Yep. Because, bro, I could not. That's just. I was crazy, just. I was watching man. it, and I was like, "Who the fuck is calling this number?" Right, because someone's calling. Who is calling so, this number and getting a case a holy water sent to the house? Don't give me one vial. I need the case. Like, who is calling? I'm going to drink this every day for 30 days. Something definitely going to pop off at the I, end of I this. couldn't believe that. How much was? Do you remember how much it was roughly? Um, I think it was like $18.99. <laughs> and it came just let in a, me, came in a small you, vial. Just Let uh, me sell you this vial of holy water that's going to change your life financially for the rest of your life. You're going to get opportunities. going to yeah. be flooding your life yes. for $18.95. Yep. I'm going to make you a millionaire. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I was so blown. I was having a- When you I, said you had a bone to pick with BET, I didn't know what it was, but I could have never seen this company. Yeah, I just, I don't like that. I'm like, drained right now. Like, get head. that shit out of here. Like, it, it really, like, it wouldn't have bothered me as much if everyone on the commercial, if it was more of a diverse commercial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was a white pastor- just with all these black people, tell them what the holy water did for you. Oh, yeah, the optics don't look, yeah, like, yeah. And you get people on the mic, oh, my God, I, I uh, didn't know what to do. I ordered the holy water, oh. and 
just in a couple of weeks, uh, the IRS called me and told me I didn't know them anything. Yeah, they. <laughs> the IRS called and said, "Hey, you know what? I don't know what. Hey, do you good? Don't worry about it. All it was a miracle. Tens of thousands of dollars that we was hitting you on the head for. Don't even worry about it. It was a miracle, and I just, I just didn't like." Because, like I said, I'm pretty sure it's probably majority black people that watch BET. I didn't like how they just had all these black people on here talking about drink this holy water. All your financials is going to be right. It's going to be right. You drink this holy water. You're going to get right. That's sad. Like, who? That's sad for so many different reasons. But they're going to get out there and they're going to make their money. And I, I guess they feel all right about it when they go to sleep at night. Yeah, Hope, you know, but it's it's mostly they like deal with that. the the very the churchgoers, the ones that are very involved with the church. It's like I feel like are those the ones that are buying it? Are those the ones that are buying into it? Bro, you don't it, or it, just it, it, anyone it that's down and out. People that are yeah, just down and out, and they're like, man, listen, last option. Like I'm gonna just try. I'm gonna try something. Yeah, yeah you probably be amazed at the things that you will try. Yeah, when everything else that you've tried has not worked. Right. Okay, just yeah, but I, I was upset with it. I was having a good time watching the Parkers, and then that shit came on the TV. I'm just like, I can't believe they doing this shit. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's crazy. That's crazy. I couldn't believe it, man. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry for everybody involved in that. <laughs> Honestly, um, I got one more bone to pick. Go for it. With BT? No. Oh. Can you guess who this bone is for? I, I, I can't. Not off the top of my head, I cannot. Texas. Texas, Texas, yo, Texas, Texas. Listen, Texas, Texas. I love you. Okay, I, I love you. Again, Dallas. I gotta do this every time. Yo, Dallas. You know, uh, Abilene, Richardson, all of y'all out there, anywhere. We love you, Keon. Don't listen, man. I'm Keon. I'm, don't fuck with y'all. I'm. A, I just. I just got something I need to say. So, a new bill, a new law. They was just passed. Laws every, why, why right? are you dropping so many laws? Right, 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 <laughs> right. Like, where all these laws come from? Yeah. Why y'all need these all of a sudden now? Like, What's going on? So, a new law went into effect in Texas that bans abortions after about six weeks of pregnancy. Obviously, as a nation, we've been going back and forth with this fight for forever. Yeah. Um, what makes a life? Is it right. during conception? Is it during the first heartbeat? Right. Is it just, yeah, whatever. But there's a few things in this bill that are just really troubling. Okay. Um, into a, uh, a new law went into effect in Texas that bans abortions after about six weeks of pregnancy. That's well before many women even know that they're pregnant. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's problematic. The law allows private citizens like you and me to sue abortion providers and anyone else who helps women obtain an abortion, including those who give a woman a ride to the clinic. You just the Uber driver out here trying to make a living. You you catch a fare that takes that goes. You see, nah, because you see it when they make the request. You see, but you see that the destination. Nigga, no, fuck that. I don't care. I don't care what the destination is. <laughs> the fact that you have to say, oh, I can't take that fare because yeah, I'm gonna get, yeah, I'm yeah. A, I might get sued. Yeah, be like, no, nah, sorry, ma'am, I can't do that for you. That's crazy. Isn't that a little outlandish? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Damn, um, they took, they put their foot down on this, including thing. those who give women a ride to the clinic or provide provide financial assistance to obtain an abortion. Private citizens who bring these suits don't need to show any connection to those that they're suing. 
you just might overhear that someone's Damn. going to get an abortion and you could just be like, oh shit, who? Oh, I'm about to sue the fuck out of them. And you know that's happening. You know that's happening. You like what kind of bullshit? That you know that someone just in earshot yeah. is just doing it. Niggas probably standing outside the clinic just waiting for somebody to walk up. Oh, well, that's a thousand percent. Just waiting. They're already, they've been well, outside the clinic for years. But they haven't, them. you haven't been able to just sue them. No, but that, but, but we know that they're out there. Yeah, no, so they are. if that's the case. They out they, there. Yeah, now we definitely out here. They probably so, gang. Pull up, please. They, shit, as an Uber driver, you probably got, hey, I got to drop you off around the corner. Right, yeah, that's probably <laughs> look, what you do. Look, yeah. I, I'm going to take you up there, but right. I'm going to drop you off around the corner. Right. You, you got to walk up there by yourself. <laughs> Like, why we got to go through all this? Damn, um, Texas got rough for um, some people out here's there. Here's why the law is one of the strictest abortion bans in the country. What does the Texas law prohibit? All right. It bans abortions as soon as cardiac activity is detectable. That's around six weeks, which is before a lot of people know that they're pregnant. Women know that they're pregnant. Other states have tried to do this, but those laws have been challenged by abortion right groups, rights groups. How, does this, how is this law different from any other uh, state's efforts? Groups who, groups who oppose abortion rights have pushed for this Texas law, hoping that it will be harder for federal courts to knock it down. Instead of requiring public officials to import, enforce the law, this law allows individuals to bring civil lawsuits against abortion providers or anyone else found to aid or abet illegal abortions. So it's like, you don't even have to wait. As a citizen who is against abortion, you don't got to wait for your, your officials to step in and and, and fight against it, you can do this yourself. You know anything about somebody trying to get an abortion? Oh, well, you know what? Fuck the mayor and the governor. I'm going to the court and I'm about to sue the fuck out of them. I ain't waiting for my, for my, for my officials to do shit. I'm going to the courthouse and I'm writing a lawsuit on that ass. And just make a civil case. Because it's something that you chose to do with your body as a woman. This law empowers individuals to enforce an abortion ban. How would that work in practice? Um, anyone who successfully sues an abortion provider under this law could be awarded at least $10,000. Okay. 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 Because I was on board before. Like I under, when I say on board, let me clear that up. <laughs> Whoa. Please. That, that I understood why people would do it to an extent. Because again, We've talked. I just talked to you about snitching. I think the last time you were here, mm -hmm. and that people will do it without any reward, right? Or that people will like sometimes people just want to see you burn, right? They just want to see the downfall of whatever. Like they will do that and go out of their way to make sure it gets done, right? But now you're throwing incentive, on yeah. It. So now we now there's a whole different ballpark. Now it's really popping. This is this is one thousand percent happening, yeah, all the time, probably, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Like you put a ten thousand up to $10,000 incentive behind that, you're going to be camping at the clinic just waiting, waiting to see a nigga, waiting to see a doctor providing service to someone that needs an abortion, waiting for an Uber driver to pull up, waiting for so a woman. So they can't close the clinics because the clinics are still a thing. Yes. But they're just giving incentive to people for, to, to stop. civilians. Yo, that's just Man. What are they on down there? What are they on? Yeah, now all of those people, all those clinics, they got to find something else so to do. It's it's almost like as a woman that's pregnant and that wants an abortion, it's literally the state of Texas against, against you. Against you. You know what I'm saying? Anybody in the state of Texas 
can just be decide that they're gonna sue you because of of this the decision that you yeah made. you don't even want to even when that comes into your mind like the just the pondering of whether you're going to go through with this or not. You start probably now the very first thing you're thinking, or the second thing you're thinking about is, is it worth the lawsuits, all the well, court, the, the court dates? Well, you're thinking, yeah. who can I talk to about this? Right. Like you, you have to be yeah. weary of who you can even yeah. talk to about. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you have to make sure that they on the same side of the yeah. fence that you on. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh my god. Um, Damn, my heart goes out there because another bar that Mikhail dropped on this on this hike is. It ain't never real till it happens to you. Right. And so when you. People spend a lot of time having a good time, having jokes. We come on this podcast and we've been having a lot of good times recently, mm-hmm. too. And I'm all for that. Sometimes things got to get serious and you have to think, yo, when certain bills and stuff get put in place, certain legislation get put in place. You're like, oh, fuck, well, it's here now. It was a joke a little while ago. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, that's not going to happen, or that's weird, or what's wrong with those people, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you continue on about your day because, one, what are you going to do? You have to continue on with your day. Right. You can't just get hung up on everything that's going on in the world. You can't right. save everyone. You can't put a hand towards everything that's going on. You can't be a part of every charity and feed everybody and fix everything. You can't. Right. But when this comes up and we talk about it, that's something you have to sit back and think about for a second. Holy shit. Everyone in this state now has to deal with this. And it's just another thing, another stressor yep. on people's minds. Yep. That's going to change the course of how people interact with one another. Yeah. yeah. This is a very, very big deal. <clears throat> Jeez, man. Um, Damn, Texas. So, all right. So anyone who successfully sues an abortion provider under this law could be awarded at least $10,000. And to prepare for that, Texas' right to life has set up what it calls a whistleblower website where people can submit anonymous tips about anyone they believe to be violating the law. Oh, yeah. The more and more you talk. Okay. What's going on? <laughs> These lawsuits are not against the women, says John Siegel with Texas Right to Life. The lawsuits would be against the individuals making money off the abortion, the abortion industry itself. Okay. All right. Jesus Christ. Every time you say something, like, I have... Okay. Like everything that you're reading is important. It's yeah. another step. Right? Yeah, I'm trying to just get key points here. So, so the thing is, okay, now we have to think about that. Mm-hmm. I'm still not on board. I, I still don't. And let me tell you what that means. I'm still, I, I still feel like this is a little wild. It's a bit much. It, it, I think it is. It's a bit, it's a bit much of a push. A bit forceful. Yeah. Um, hasn't everything that I've talked about about Texas? I feel like everything I've talked about been, with been, has just been, been a little a, forceful. It's been a, a little, little ridiculous. It's been a little ridiculous. Uh, the gun thing, yes, crazy. This hits home a bit more, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Right? I think this should. Yeah. You're talking about pregnancy, life. I think this hits a bit more home. Yeah. Uh. Okay. It makes it slightly better that. I know that the women themselves aren't aren't being now now being pregnant and then having to keep the baby and losing money. Uh-huh. Right? Like that that makes it a bit better for me. Like, okay, at least we're not just throwing the women out and taking their money uh-huh. as we also tell them you have to keep the baby. Uh-huh. Like that would be ab- uh-huh. that didn't compute to me. Uh-huh. But this is still some fuck shit. Yeah. Okay, so they're going after the companies themselves. 
yeah. the so industry itself. It says, so this is not to spy on your neighbor and see if they're having an abortion. Man, Even though that's going to happen. You say that. Yeah, that's yeah, going to happen. But what are you talking about? Um, because you're giving people a license to do so. Yes. In federal lawsuit, in a federal lawsuit challenging this, a coalition of abortion providers and reproductive rights groups said that the law places a bounty on people who provide or aid abortions, inviting random strangers to sue them. Yeah. Because, like, if that Uber driver gets sued, he is getting sued. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, so, he is getting sued. He's getting sued. Along with the company. Yes. Yeah. Yikes. So, you know, <laughs> Texas, I mean, what else y'all got? What y'all, what y'all got? Yeah, yeah, for real. What yeah, at this point, I, I don't. Yeah, I just, I know, I probably just want to, at this point, just want to succeed from the nation, I'm assuming. Just want to be your own thing. <laughs> and obviously, I'm not talking to everyone in Texas, but there's some wild shit going on down there. Some wild shit. This world's going to get weird, man. It is. It's going to be. Get very weird. I'm just gonna keep doing this podcast and just have people come through here, talk to some people, you know, get a decent idea of what's going on out there, mm-hmm. how people are dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Jeez, man. God. All right. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's enough. Yeah, man. But um, that's pretty much all I got. I know that you said you you, you said you listened to uh Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Also listen to Donda. Yeah, yeah. Um, I listened to them both recently as well. I'm just gonna get my thing out there. I know you said you talked about it already. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that uh, CLB is definitely an instant classic. I think it's gonna, you know, be one of Drake's better albums in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Donda, it it was a different kind of album. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got I, and I gotta tell you, as I was listening through it, I really enjoyed choirs mm-hmm. in the background singing i was like god like they, these niggas is hitting the <laughs> notes like the choir is i love the choirs in the background yes they were it was really like I, it was a really nice touch mm-hmm. on because it was there's a lot it was choirs on a lot of songs mm-hmm. in that joint they should have put donda and some of them choirs in the background for the holy water <laughs> on BET, <laughs> then them numbers would have really shot up. They could have got Ye on board with that commercial. Man. Oh my God. If Kanye was selling the holy water, yo, if they get in touch with Kanye and Kanye starts selling Ye, Yeezus holy water, oh, it's a wrap. <laughs> oh boy, it's a wrap. But I feel you. It was an amazing album. It yeah. was uplifting. It did hit the soul. Mm hmm. It was yeah. different. Yeah, it was Kanye. I liked it. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm with those. Yeah, we we got we got deep in the certified lover boy. Yeah, uh, touched a little bit on Donda, but yeah, yeah. I, I I understand. I I mean, I I thought that you would like the album. Both of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, I wasn't sure what. To but ex- you're but you're going to play certified lover boy much more than you are Donda. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I did enjoy Donda. Um, there were definitely several tracks on there that I liked. I liked um. What's it called? Jesus Lord or Jesus is Lord? Yeah, or something yeah, like. yeah, yeah. I like that. I liked Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bunch of tracks on there. I like. I just can't remember the names exactly. Right. Um, but yeah, man. You know, I wasn't sure what to expect from Kanye. Um, from this album, but I liked it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah. a good album. It was a good album. I um, last thing we can just get through this real, real fast. It's it's really not 
that important, but <clears throat> you like sports. I do like sports. And we never I the never NFL it. season begins today. Oh shit. Today is the first game of the season. Mm. Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. Mm. Let's go. So you are rooting for the Bucs. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my team plays on Sunday. The Washington football team. They play on Sunday um, <laughs> against the Justin Herbert and his Chargers. I'm very optimistic about what my team can do this year. <laughs> Let's my go. My team, my team, my team. My team. <laughs> but what you got about sports? Uh, Well, this happened on, this was updated by Complex on the 29th of August. So we're a little bit behind. I was kind of waiting on you to get here. The high school game that Bishop Sycamore (laughs) played in. Uh, So if you did not know this, ESPN goes through a a marketing group called Paragon Marketing Group. And that's who does the researching for these teams. That's who goes and does the, again, the marketing, the scouting. They're supposed to have all the details. They're supposed to know who these people are, where they come from, how legit they are. Mm-hmm. All these things before they're broadcasted on ESPN to play football for the nation. You want to know what, what this situation reminded me of real quick, though? Hmm. You know that, that, uh, that scene from Larry King when he's asking Jerry Seinfeld if, you know, about his show ending and if it was canceled or if he just walked away. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Jerry Seinfeld is like, is this still CNN? <laughs> yeah. The whole time that I was hearing about this, I was like, is this still ESPN? Right. Like, right. <laughs> what, I, what's I going not, on? I was number one. <laughs> right. I was the best. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, what, are you guys still doing research over here? Yeah. You guys like, who's doing that? Who are the is analysts this, around Is this here? still a credible establishment? Right. Like, And so that's what you're <laughs> thinking here from Paragon. They really, they, they dropped, they dropped it. Um. But pretty much, I guess, uh, let's see. The outlet also confirmed that the Ohio High School Athletic Association does not recognize Bishop Sycamore as a legitimate high school. And their physical location, practice facilities, and roster eligibility could not be verified. (laughs) (laughs) There was a whole football game that was broadcasted on ESPN, and one of the teams wasn't really a team. Not a high school team. Insane. The team's head head coach, Roy Johnson, also allegedly has an active arrest warrant thanks to fraud charges. While many of their players are said to have already graduated high school, which essentially means a bunch of adults got rolled by some high school (laughs) kids. Because it was like 58 to nothing. <laughs> like They got their asses kicked by some children. I saw a clip where one of the guys was coming off the field, took his helmet off, gave it to another player, and then that player went in with that helmet. And they was like, I'm, I, I was, she, they was like, it's crazy that ESPN did not even, like, didn't, didn't, pick, catch, didn't that catch that. Up. Right. Like, you know, you don't share helmets. Everybody has a helmet. <laughs> 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 Bro, they so okay. So I don't know the other academy. IMG Academy is who they were playing. Uh-huh. So I guess they fooled ESPN into airing one of its games uh, by telling by telling them that they had several Division One athletes on its roster. Mm-hmm. ESPN announcers admitted on the broadcast that they couldn't confirm that information, 
which seemed to be the first of many alleged lies told <laughs> by Bishop Sycamore. Uh, several issues like age concerns, playing two games in a span of three days, and even the team's coach allegedly having the arrest record rose to the surface. Now, they got in touch with with one of these little boys, right? Mm-hmm. In the way that this boy is speaking on here, that's the only reason why I really wanted. If I if I couldn't have fi- find if I didn't find this, I probably wouldn't have brought this up. But the way he's talking about this shit is hilarious because he's a young dude. He don't uh-huh. really give a fuck. Complex did an interview with him, so he's just talking. Probably got paid for that interview too. Probably. Uh, <clears throat> but why did you go? Th- okay, so first, how'd you find out about them? Before they were Bishop Sycamore, they were C- GOF Academy. They had these coaches come from COF. I was at an Adidas All-American camp, and they came and recruited me. But why did you go there? What appealed to you about that school? At first, they had, like, brochures and a plan. Nigga, they sent me books with, like, shit on how the school was supposed to look, blueprints, and everything. They told us we was going to be on Netflix. They recruited us, telling us we were going to be on a show. They told us we were going to be... The IMG of the Midwest, they lied to me and my mama. (laughs) Was this a relocation for you? Yeah, I had to move out of my city. So when you got there, what was the campus like? Did they even have a building at the time? There was no building. (laughs) I listen to this. This is some crazy shit. This is what you want to hear. I moved out here. We were staying in a hotel in Delaware, Delaware, Ohio. We were staying there for like five months. Five months? Yes, five months. Didn't have no housing. All the players came to find out we never paid for the hotel. The school was writing them bounce checks. Wow. The head coach of Bishop Sycamore wasn't the head coach. He was like an athletic director. He was the nigga that was behind all of it. He was writing bounce checks for everything. For everything. We never paid for anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what else we got here? <laughs> um, I heard that people have been writing stories. But why did it take so long to blow up? Why didn't you say anything? Everybody that knows me already knows this. It's just the fact that now it's on a greater scale. I have to say something. I got friends to this day that's way older than me. Mind you, when I was there, I was 15. Everybody else was there was 19 and 20. Sheesh. <laughs> I was the first person to ever get recruited for this school. What did y'all do for education? We didn't go to school. We never went to school. I can't lie. They tried once. They took us to a community library one day. It was already October. (laughs) The season was about to be over. It was like, at this point, well, shit, I'm not going to school. Y'all haven't put me through school this whole time. Uh, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, They asked, so why didn't you just bounce? I left after my junior year. I went back to high school. Um, I had to come back and redo my whole junior year. Damn. And I had to do it in time so I could play football my senior year. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. What's the craziest thing that happened while you were there? There's shit I could say, but I don't really want to. (laughs) Ha ha. Nigga, for the last month and a half, it's so funny they put all these words, like they just say exactly what he (laughs) said. Nigga, for the last month and a half, we had about 35 players. We moved into these new houses. For that month and a half, we was all sleeping on the floor. We had to rob Majors, Mayhers. That's I guess it's like a like a food line or something uh-huh. like that. We had to rob Mayhers, Kroger's, Walmart, because that's the only way we can eat. 
Wow. That's <laughs> one of the responses from the interviewer was, that's crazy. They said, it is crazy. But I can think of shit that's crazier than that. Sleeping on the floor and doing all of that shit, that don't get to me. Niggas almost got stabbed in there. We had players from every borough of New York. Then we had players from inner city Columbus. That's where I'm from. Everything didn't mix, mm. especially with no supervision. Mm. So, yeah. That was Bishop Sycamore ESPN story. Is this still ESPN? Is this still ESPN? They're owned by Disney. Is this still Disney? Paragon <laughs> Marketing Group. Y'all got to get it together. Yeah. Y'all can't be working. Y'all can't be working for them like that. Yeah. Y'all got to do a better better job. Absolutely. So, yeah, that was that was hilarious. I had to bring that up. Man. Wow. Man. I'm not even in the sports like that. But when a story like that comes up, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That interests me the same way as a UFC fighter from wherever the fuck, Poland or whatever, that decided he was going to fight three other yeah. UFC fighters. It's the same thing. Like, what are we doing out here? <laughs> right. What, who's, who is signing off on Come these on, things? man. Uh, all right, man. Well, good hour forty. All right, hour forty-five. All right, you good to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you. Let's go ahead and get you to work. <laughs> get you this overtime. What are your last words for the people, sir? Uh, long-awaited last words from Keon. Look, man. Whether it is a goddamn football recruitment or a, or holy water, gotta watch out for these scams. All right, gotta be gotta gotta think a little harder. Even if you're down and out, you got to just think a little harder because I, I don't know how anybody watches that commercial and just don't think to themselves like, this is real scammy versus, oh, my God, this is this is the answer to all of my prayers. Right, like, oh, my God, like, why did they come up with this sooner? Like, I'm yeah. waiting on this. Don't, God, just stop it. Just stop it. That's all. <sighs> My last words for the people. I'm going to go back to seeing the progress out of humans, but certainly out of the humans that you spend time around, that you love, that you care for, that you want nothing but the best for, that you actually spend time and and put energy and effort being a, a mechanism within their life that is encouraging of these things, mm-hmm. right? You want to be that in people's lives that that you are close to. And so, one, as I always say, give people the flowers and flowers are due. You see people making a transformation. You see people out here getting it and they're doing something that's admirable. Say, yo, that's admirable. (laughs) I see you. I see you out here getting this job leaving that job, getting into the better job that you ought to, that's going to treat you better, that's giving you time. I see you in school, even though you got to drop that course. I see you making conscious decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing that, listen, okay, this is my boundary. Like, this is this is the limit. I yeah. can't do that. Okay, let me take a step back. Let me take these classes, give more time towards that, do well. I see you trying to get the house. Yeah. I see you trying to make the enhancements. I see you trying to get the wedding together. I see you raising a child. I see you doing doing the videos for the pods. I see you driving out of your way to come do the pods when you got the time to do the pods. Whatever it is, show people that love. You see people making these strides in in health and they're able to do some shit that they would have never dreamed that they could have done, which take them to places that they feel like they could have never dreamed of of occupying. Mm -hmm. 
in sites that they would have never dreamed of seeing. Mm -hmm. You got to give those flowers. You got to applaud that. You got to salute that. That's 1000% awesome. That's because again, it didn't hit me the way that it ought to have until I looked at this person on the mountain. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck. This is different for you. Yeah. This is different for you right now. Yeah. Because I've seen these distances. Mm -hmm. Even though it was a beautiful one and I'd never seen that one before. Yeah. I was like, but you you got the general I remember my first time. I remember it. So I'm looking at this person, but I was younger. So now I'm looking at this person older and having that first experience and really appreciating it for what it is. That's what's up. That's dope. I like that a lot. Real quick. Is Great Falls beneath you now? It's not beneath me. Like what 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 junction Uh, what juncture of like like the falls is amazing. That'll never be beneath okay, me. You okay, know what okay. I mean? Like that's All right. dope. That's still the most beautiful falls I've ever seen. Okay. Okay. Right. All right. Like that's that's amazing. You gotta the, go on the, the on height. You gotta go on the Maryland side. I do have to go on the Maryland side. Go on the Maryland side. Yeah, no, I haven't been over there yet. There's an overlook on that side too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So love love people. Show your love for people. Let them know what it is that they're doing. Uh hopefully they return the favor. Yeah. Those are my last words.